Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that's the fairest of them all. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Tom Schneider. We are properly married. That's a stupid assumption, Bubba. Wow, I wasn't expecting things to take such a uh, aggro turn. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, that was also a stupid assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of them. Oh, right. Not as many as McGee as Snow White yes. in Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater's version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That's right. Which is the topic of conversation today. Yeah. So this is family friendly. Mm-hmm. I'd put it at about a PG rating. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Uh, we may be discussing uh, elements of Grimm's fairy tales, right? Some which of which are... are pretty gross, yeah, but also hilariously funny, <laughs> right? Um, yes, but uh, we'll be keeping the language clean. Hopefully, you and yours are having a lovely holiday season. That's right, uh, and this will ease your travels mm-hmm. to some degree. <laughs> we uh, do our best, yeah. So. This is the series Fairy Tale Theater, which was started by Shelley Duvall in 1982. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she had the idea for this series on the set of Popeye oh. and was asking Robin Williams, you know, what did he think of the story of the Frog Prince? Mm-hmm. And that was their pilot episode was the Frog Prince oh. starring Terry Garr and Robin Williams, which we own. Yeah. Which I never cared for because I was always like, what? <laughs> yeah. That is weird. Well, it, it is weird. But that's most fairy tales. Right. They're generally a weird lot. Yeah. And I'm very, I don't know, I'm curious, like, to what extent current generations are, like, interested in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, I mean, little girls, like, princesses and stuff. But in terms of, like, the raw, uncut, <laughs> like, German, in many cases, versions of these, it's like, they like, they really outlive their usefulness i i agree but you know here we are yeah they're all in the public domain which helps yeah that's true um so yeah so we'll do our recap and we'll talk about it mm-hmm. um yeah let's yeah. do that so let's let's dive in i uh, uh i myself also i watched fairy tale theater as a kid mm-hmm. uh you know we got it from the library we did as well mm-hmm. and uh, i remember enjoying it greatly the production values uh very minimal i mean they didn't you know. Yeah, and but it's also really interesting how much pull Shelley Duvall had in terms of getting the biggest stars of the day to be in these mm-hmm. things. In in this instance, Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah, I mean, and Elizabeth McGovern oh, was nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, yeah. At this time, I mean, those are the two in this, and Vincent Price, right? The and Vincent, Vincent Price, Price yeah. is in this, mm-hmm. and in a ridiculous costume. Yeah, he plays a mirror. Yeah. It's awful. And I mean, he's fine with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I imagine it being awful for him. I would not enjoy playing a role in which you could not move. And the series is based on uh, Shirley Temple's uh, storybook theater or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Which, I didn't know you that. Which, you know, was in like the 1950s, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Vincent Price starts with the narration uh, talking about how there was once a beautiful queen, or a queen anyway, who was played by Shelley Duvall. <laughs> who uh, pricked her finger with a needle and somehow led to that deciding to name her forthcoming daughter Snow White, uh, which she then proceeded to do. Well, she saw the red blood on the white cloth, and then she was like, oh, my window is made of black wood, so, like, you do the math. (laughs) Right. And everybody was like, well, you're the queen. Yeah, it was basically like when Gwyneth Paltrow named her baby Apple (laughs) or when Penn Jillette named his baby Moxie Crime Fighter. Yeah. You know, you just kind of got to throw your hands up and be like rich people. Am I right? Right. So I guess Snow White is a name now. Well, and I mean, spoiler alert, that queen may not have been too smart. 
Because everything that we see about <laughs> Snow White, I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, she does not play the smartest character, but it's also very much, you know, McGee of that era's, like, uh, you know, kind of strength yeah. playing these kind of ditzy dumb characters. Yeah. So as we saw in Ragtime. So this is from 1984, mm-hmm. which is about three years after Ragtime was released. Yeah. So, and if you watch these, they're very much cast based on whatever these people's personas were mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. So we see, uh, Vincent Price as the, like, he is in the frame of the mirror and like yeah. his face is embedded in it, which I right there, I don't want a mirror that can look at me, you know? That's generally pretty central yeah. to every adaptation of Snow White ever. No, I know. But I myself would not enjoy... If I was offered that mirror as a wedding present, I would be like, thank you very much. That is going in the attic. <laughs> I would say, did you have a gift receipt? <laughs> would love us to our credit. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, on the plus side, you are now, you know, revealed yourself to be very unlikely to do what Vanessa Redgrave does in the course of this uh, entertainment. Yeah, which is nothing good. She is the evil stepmother. She is. And if you only ever watched this, you would think Vanessa Redgrave was like the worst actress of all time. <laughs> well, and it's weird because it's- I don't feel like she's playing to type. And I feel like the Wicked Stepmother is actually a really hard thing to cast Mm -hmm. with a real person. Yeah. Because she has to be simultaneously super gorgeous. Right. Which we associate with being good. Yeah. But she's also super evil. Right. And that is difficult to pull off if you're not uh, Lena Headey. Yeah. Who plays uh, Cersei. Right. On Game of Thrones. No, that is... And I know... And I'll say, I haven't seen either... Snow White and the Huntsman or the other one? Was it Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I don't think so. I the, think the, it just, was, the yeah. Two, the two Snow White movies that came out mm-hmm. relatively recently, didn't see any of them. Right. But like, I know Charlize Theron was the Wicked Queen in one of them. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I could see her maybe pulling that off. Yeah, she's not the worst choice, but... It's just, it's so tough. The, the compromise they went with was to cast Vanessa Redgrave, but then just crimp the heck out of her hair. Yeah, they went a little crazy with the crimping iron. Yeah, it's... It's not and, a like, great... she keeps talking about how great, like, her hair is. And I'm like, oh, is your mirror not... broken? <laughs> well, yeah, so the the queen, the beautiful young queen, mm-hmm. played by Shelley Duvall. So, again, problems with casting. Yeah. Um, she died. And I'm like, died of what? Just the Middle Ages? Just unspecified. Just um, and so the king then chooses a second wife. And if we know anything about fairy tale kings... They are complete garbage at choosing second wives. Yeah. They always do a terrible job. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is inspired by the fact that, you know, in history, when a king would choose a second wife, she would want her children to be the heirs to the kingdom. Right. But that is not what's happening here. Because this queen does not have any... Like, if that was the case, like, I wouldn't approve. But it'd be at least you have a motivation other than vanity. Yeah. Whereas this one... Yeah, unclear what qualities the king saw in this particular choice of bride. Uh, we will never know because we never see <laughs> nope. the king who we think is still alive. Yeah. The whole time. But is barely acknowledged. Yeah. Never on screen. And basically all of the scenes in the castle are just Vanessa Redgrave being in her chamber and like yelling for stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, Miss <laughs> and people are like oh the queen like and they're muffled it's like you know the gaffer they were right. like you guys spaced on hiring these guys <laughs> and 
And they're like, oh, the queen was the huntsman. The queen was the huntsman. Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like, nah, that's not how castles work, man. <laughs> she, where's her lady in waiting who's like aiding and abetting her? Right. All this? Don't they have a system of bells like at Downton? I don't know if bell technology had really been like <laughs> maximized at this indeterminate point I mean, in imaginary a- history. Apparently not. Well, actually, and it makes sense too because it's all like stone interior walls, mm-hmm. which would be tough to run a cord through. Mm-hmm. At any rate, yeah, she's evil and also apparently doesn't do any work, right? Well, because I mean, she spends all day swanning around, looking at herself in the mirror, and just like constantly asking that mirror if she is cute. Yeah, and I just want to apologize to you, Tom, for all the times <laughs> when I've been like, "Do I look okay?" and then immediately didn't believe you. Yeah, because this is a really annoying relationship, and like Vincent Price is stuck. Yeah, like there ain't nothing he, he can do. He is a mirror that she owns. Yeah. No, it was like, it was really like, I kept finding myself thinking about the life of that mirror and it was very sad. So it was like, that yeah, don't fun. think about that. No, that's going to just bum you out. Yeah. Because uh, it's definitely a mirror only jerks would want to have. <laughs> That's right. Like only a mean person would want that mirror. Because like if you were a nice person, you'd be like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And they'd be like you or, you know, Becky. <laughs> She's pretty nice. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, Becky. Hey, Becky, you want this mirror? <laughs> or if it was like you, you'd be like, oh, great. Like, I guess I don't need this mirror anymore. <laughs> yeah. I already know the answer. That's right. Well. Moff volunteered the soup kitchen. Yep. Like- no, no more showering for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got this locked down. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, but well, and what's also odd about this mirror is that when she asks who's the fairest of them all, it's like you, evil queen. Uh, but then Snow White runs in to <laughs> demonstrate the juggling that she just learned from the court jester. And by learned, we mean <laughs> did not at all learn like and it's like did they not at any point like couldn't they come up with some other line of dialogue or like some reason for her I, to run in there she, that she, wasn't elizabeth mcgovern failing to juggle it was uh you know was, she's a beginner uh she yeah didn't say she'd mastered it okay fair. <laughs> look i'm sorry that i'm insulting the noble art of juggling oh mm-hmm. juggle master <laughs> for those of you who don't know tom is a moderate to terrible juggler yeah i uh slightly better than elizabeth mcgovern <laughs> but you know not by a lot yeah but so then the mirror then she leaves and the mirror's like oh hey i changed my mind uh, correction <laughs> yeah snow white She's the cutest. Yeah, she's much cuter than you. And I'm like, uh, so, like, if you had just kept, like, if she had never come in there. Right. Would you know that? Yeah. Like, what, what are your limitations, Mirror? Because. Yeah, I don't want to alarm any fans of science fiction or fantasy <laughs> in the audience, but the world building here is not good. It's not great. It's very inconsistent. No one seems to have a job. The local economy is baffling. <laughs> it is. As we'll explore later when we meet the seven dwarfs. <laughs> yeah. So the evil stepmother is very upset by this, and so she immediately does the logical thing, which is call for the huntsman uh, and tell her to go take Snow White out into the woods and kill her and bring her heart back in a special silver box that she's apparently been saving for just such an occasion. Yeah, don't you have one? Oh, yeah. I have a special silver heart box. <laughs> it's, is it a heart-shaped box? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else would you fit a heart in it? Well, I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the huntsman is like, okay, no need to check with the king on this one. Uh, this sounds well, great. Well, you know, maybe he's the queen's hunt. Maybe they have their own. And I like when he, like, comes in and he's like, what, is the venison not good? Like, <laughs> what? Like, I have, leave me alone. I got a lot going on. Yeah. 
I'm the only person that has a real job in this whole country. <laughs> so, like, back off, sister. <laughs> she does not back off. And she sends him out. Also, what if the queen inspired Scary Spice? Like, as she kept, like, <laughs> swanning around. I was like, you remind me so much of Mel. Was it Mel C? I think it was I Mel think- B. It's Mel B. And then Mel C was Sporty Spice. Okay. Kids, if you're listening and you don't know who the Spice Girls are, ask your parents. And if they are old enough, they will tell you. Yep. Also, parents, we're sorry that we called you old just now. Yeah. No, you're still young. Yeah. You're very young. Yeah, you're still with it. Forever young. <laughs> you're gonna be forever young. <laughs> Don't you wanna live forever like Scary Spice? Is she living forever? Uh, I thought so. Oh, that's what was so, so scary then. Mm-hmm. Contemplating that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Quite the existential conundrum. A <laughs> hundred years from now, she'll be gone tour as the Spice Girl. <laughs> The last living Spice Girl. No. Like the oldest living Confederate widow. That's right. So the huntsman is uh, taking Snow White out into the forest, uh, and he then pulls his knife out to kill her, and she's like, whoa, please don't do that. Uh, And she says, well, I need to say my prayers first. And he's like, "Uh, you got me on that one. (laughs) So So everyone, if you're ever in this situation, be like, hey, gotta pray. Yeah. And they pretty much have to let you. Yeah. And I enjoyed her prayer because she was like, well... I don't understand why this is happening, God, so I'm not quite sure how to pray in this situation, but, uh, well, I guess, uh, I guess bless my stepmother and my father, which implies that the father is still alive, uh, and, uh, oh yeah, and forgive this huntsman, okay, amen. And the huntsman is like, aww. Yeah, he's like, darn it! Yeah. I was super into this, but now, wow, you prayed for me. Yeah. And he says, uh, I can't, I can't kill you. You, you would forgive even me. And I was like, "Eh, she didn't technically forgive you. She asked God to forgive you, but hey. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't kill her. So he, he instead, uh, kills a boar and puts the boar's heart in the heart box. That old trick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and takes it back to the evil queen who, uh, is like, great. That's awesome. And then, like, opens the box. She never opened it. She, I maintain she didn't even open it and then just passed out. She just passed out. Like, like, don't go tell somebody to bring you a human heart and then be all surprised by... That know. it's gross. Yeah. And it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was like, weird. Yeah. So Snow White, in the meantime, is wandering around the woods on her own and she comes across a small house. <gasps> what? Yes. She uh, enters this house. And- is it a little house? On the prairie? <laughs> no. Aww. It is a little house in the big woods. Oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has a small table, small chairs, all sorts of small things in it, uh, including a bunch of food sitting out on the table. Is it a doll's house <laughs> by Henrik Ibsen? No. That is much different. <laughs> I assure you. Um, is it the wild duck by Henrik Ibsen? <laughs> No, nor is it the master builder, nor is it ghosts. <laughs> Aw. I'm well, sorry. it might be if that queen was successful. <laughs> yeah. There's no ips. How many times do I have to tell you? Maybe he killed a wild duck <laughs> and put the duck's heart in the box, which doesn't explain why it's so heavy. Right. Unless ducks have very heavy hearts, and we just don't know that. Uh, perhaps that's explored in the, in the Ibsen play, The Wild Duck. Yeah, I don't know what that plays yeah, about. I assume a duck. It could be about a duck's heart. A non-domesticated duck. <laughs> right. A, a duck feral that, duck. A duck that plays by its own rules. Ibsen's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know why we've been talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah. 
So Snow White is like, hmm, all this food is cold and everything's very small. Like, what is this? A house for ants? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she eventually finds a tiny bed and goes to sleep in it. Uh, We see the queen uh, waking up from her being passed out and saying, aha, mirror, now who's the fairest of them all? And the mirror is like, "Uh, it's still Snow White. She's alive and out in the woods. And again... How did the mirror know that now? Yeah. Unclear. If he didn't know that Snow White was the prettiest without seeing her, how without seeing her does she know she's not dead? Does he know she's not dead? Right. I get left unclear. What kind of cockamamie magic <laughs> mirror is this? It's uh, it's idiosyncratic. Did they get this at Ikea? <laughs> so... Uh, the queen, it, first of all, you know, chews out the huntsman for failing to kill an innocent girl, as instructed. Uh, and then she's like, well, that's fine. I'm, I've got a new plan now, and I'm gonna go down to my evil science lab that I put <laughs> in the basement. Which again, if your new wife is like, so, okay, this looks great, where can I put my evil science lab? Like, that's like a red flag. Yeah. Like, like you should... I, you know, like, does the king not have any friends <laughs> or advisors? Or right. even that mirror. Like, did the mirror predate this queen? And he's like, I just thought I'll just stick you in that weird mirror room. <laughs> <laughs> you do seem to like them. Yeah. But just like, oh, you know, just no, at no point did anybody be like, hey, king. Yeah, like, like whoever... I know you're the king, but this lady is crazy. Yeah. Like, whoever the best man was at his wedding, at some point in advance of that, should have, like, like, hey, let's. Or, like, how often? is the king then oh like, yeah what's his, did he kill his wife he doesn't seem concerned when his daughter goes missing he doesn't seem like he exists right to me so hard to say we really can only speculate about the king it's we have true. nothing to go on but we see the dwarves arriving home and this is important they're actual dwarves mm-hmm. uh unlike i believe at least one of the snow white snow white and the huntsmen I don't know which one. I can't remember, but, but they a are actual. Of them use like forced perspectives so that like famous people could play the dwarves. Mm-hmm. But these are all actual little yeah, people. Yeah, and there is a comedian named Brad Williams who's also a dwarf, and I, he has a bit about how like angry he was. Mm-hmm. I think it's Brad Williams. Brad Williams or whoever. I hope it was you, and I'm not <laughs> misattributing this. But he was like, I would have done it for free. He's like, you know how rare it is that there's so many parts for dwarfs in one movie. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and like many of these guys, uh, Tony Cox, mm-hmm. who plays Bubba, was in. Uh, he was in Spaceballs. He was in Spaceballs. He was also in Return of the Jedi as mm-hmm. an Ewok. He was in all of the Ewok adventure movies. Mm-hmm. He was in what's that other one? Willow. I was like, oh, what's okay, that yeah. one? I was like, Legend. No, the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I know at least one, and I think maybe two of them were Time Bandits, which is a movie that I'm very fond of, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Also child-appropriate, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So if you uh, enjoy Time, Dwarfs, <laughs> or Terry Gilliam. Yeah, you shouldn't enjoy Terry Gilliam yet if you're a child. Yeah. Like, you can like Time Bandits, that's perfectly good, but like, stop there. <laughs> So they find Snow White sleeping in Bubba's bed, and they're all, you know, somewhat startled as you would be. She introduces herself as Snow White, and they all let that just go. They're yeah. like, oh, perfectly normal they're name. They're not like, oh, that's literally all of us have names that are <laughs> yeah. legit names. Yeah, Bubba, Boniface, I forget the others. Um, Bruno, I think. Yeah, Bruno, Bernard, like you'd think there'd be a Bernard. Yeah, there may, be, may have been. Uh, Brock? Mm-hmm. No, there is no Brock. Oh. Brock's just a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Could be one of the seven dwarves. Rock, if you're out there, thanks for listening. (laughs) 
So she explains her deal. Barnaby. There's one named Barnaby. All right. Like in Hello, Dolly. <laughs> uh, yeah, she explains her deal, and uh, they make a deal where she will stay with them. And yeah, like, and she's like, oh, the queen's very evil. And like, oh, yeah, we heard that. <laughs> Word got around. Yeah. And she'll, like, cook and clean for them while they're out doing their mining every day. So uh, they're all pretty happy with this deal. Um, It's worth mentioning at this point that Elizabeth McGovern's outfit here is ridiculous. <laughs> it looks like somebody got her, like, a T-shirt from Walmart and then put, like, part of a Pride and Prejudice dress, like, on top <laughs> of that. And I can only assume, like, they told the costume designer, oh, it's Snow White. The costume designer designed the Disney Snow White costume, and they were like, you know that's copyrighted, right? Yeah, and she was like, can. no, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, it's iconic. Like, right. And then probably they fired that lady. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a... So, you yeah. know, sorry, that lady, but <laughs> nice try. Yeah. And then they're like, well, McGee, you have to make your own costume. And she <laughs> said, all right. <laughs> I'll do it after luncheon. <laughs> so the queen has used her evil science lab to transform herself into uh, what she describes as a peddler. Uh, looks like a really basically like a, a an attendee at Burning Man. Or like a very loose interpretation of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, like, ooh, yeah, somebody really went to town on that. <laughs> yeah. Like a particularly bizarre Elvis outfit. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. So she heads off all covered in ribbons like you do. Uh, she passes the dwarves. We're all like, oh, that's a weird person and continue on their way. Uh, and then goes to, uh, gets to Snow White's place and is like, oh, ribbons and laces, ribbons and laces. And Snow White's like, huh? And <laughs> it's like talking to a chicken. <laughs> yeah. She's really not equipped for the real world. This one. <laughs> uh, so a long story short, the witch or the witch, the queen. She's not a witch. She's his wife. She's uh, an evil basement scientist. Right. Uh, wrap, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, wraps a ribbon around Snow White's neck. Uh, and Snow White's like, oh, it's too tight. It's too tight. And falls over. And then the witch is like, boom, done. And like disapparates back to her castle. Yeah. And like super ineffective. Right. Like you really should have done something more drastic. Right. Or just like made sure and, like, that. like I'm not advocating for murder no we're all glad that snow white survived let's yeah, be clear but it's like this queen it's like spending her days swanning around talking to vincent price <laughs> in no way prepared her to carry out an evil scheme <laughs> yeah so yeah uh she in fact is fine as the dwarves they find her when they get back but they like take the ribbons off and she's like oh i'm i'm fine <laughs> don't worry about it uh, they're all like, okay, uh, maybe don't talk to strangers anymore and stay inside and everything like that. And she's like, oh, oh, okay, got you. <laughs> strangers are outside the house. <laughs> right. Uh, and she starts talking to them a bit about her life in the castle. There's a scene where she's describing how she has four rooms all to herself. And they're all, like, stunned. And I was like, but you knew she was a princess. Like, princesses. Yeah, but, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean they've ever seen a house with four rooms. Oh, fair enough. Uh, and she tells them about the moat, and they all say that, uh, and how she would go swimming in it, they all say that dwarves can't swim because the fish would eat them. Uh, and Snow White is like, no, 
you know, and she says that you're bigger and stronger and braver than the fishes. Uh, they are bigger and stronger. They are not braver, however, as they make perfectly clear. Yes, because they're, they're all... like, we're not going to swim in a moat. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> right. It's a moat point. <laughs> <laughs> Puns. <laughs> yeah. The family friendliest of all humans <laughs> in general. Yeah. Depending. Depending. <laughs> Meanwhile, the queen is finding out once again that she is still not the fairest of them all. I'm like, why didn't you go the poison apple route first? Yeah. Like, where's your logic? Right. If you had the capability of making a poison apple, it just seems to me like that would be your go-to. Because you don't then, like, okay, then you don't involve a third party. Yeah. Like, why did she tell that huntsman? I mean, clearly he wasn't going to tell anybody. Yeah. But like... I, You know, I mean, again, just not great at, at detail. No. This one. She's a bad schemer. Yeah. So she's, of course, very mad. She's like, oh, it can't be her, that uh, stupid something ugly little brat. And I'm like, isn't that the opposite of the point of this? Yeah. Like, the one... Like, I don't think you can say that. Right. When, for what passes for science... In this society, <laughs> right. she's been proved to be very beautiful. That's, in fact, the only reason you're mad at her is that she isn't ugly. Or, like, why didn't you just throw acid on her face or something? Well, again. That would have fixed her wagon. <laughs> you know, just giving her a dumb haircut or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bowl cut? Done. Yeah. No longer the fairest. Face tattoo while she's sleeping? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of, like, mostly non-violent <laughs> options here. Yeah. Agreed. Buy her some weird contacts. <laughs> so she goes in disguise again, this time as an elderly fruit woman. <laughs> <laughs> Have we met the prince already? We did we meet did him meet earlier. We did meet the prince. Okay, okay, rewind. Yeah. There is a prince. Yeah. Possibly inspired by John Denver. <laughs> yeah. Who sits in the woods strumming his ukulele. So I guess he's a manic pixie dream prince. Yeah, apparently so. Um, And all he does all day is sing songs on his ukulele. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a lute. But I think it is a lute. It amuses me to call it a ukulele. <laughs> about this beautiful woman that he wishes he could meet. And I'm like, dude, the way to meet a beautiful woman is not to sit in the woods playing your ukulele. Yeah. Because... As the dwarves point out, when Snow White gets to their cottage the first night, they're like, whoa, the woods? There's like bears and boars <laughs> and like all kinds of deadly creatures in the woods. Yeah. But the prince is like, la, 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 I'm going to sing my songs. Uh, the prince, notably, also not governing. No. Not doing anything. Not even aware that Snow White exists. Yeah. And I'm like... Clearly... From what I know about royalty... Yeah. They're generally pretty up on any, like, marriageable people in the neighborhood especially ones who apparently live within a few hours walk yeah like so there's a real diplomatic crisis happening <laughs> i maybe that's why we don't see the king yeah maybe there's like a serious like you know negotiation <laughs> happening and he's like don't disturb me Listen. not even if my crazy wife is yammering about that mirror yeah all the non-figurehead monarchs in the region are all at like a conference yeah <laughs> And speaking, while we're speaking of things that have no apparent purpose, the dwarves have been mining for gold all these years. I have found none. For 10 years, did they say? Something like like that. Where are you getting food? Like, the queen doesn't seem like she's running a robust social (laughs) services department. Right. You know, she'd be like, let them eat cake. Right. Made of rocks. And did you just, so, like, you just decided, well, we're going to start mining for gold, and they just, like, picked a spot and started digging, or? Second point. 
there's seven of you. Right. You all go out and you go to the mines. You come back. Snow White seems pretty dead. Yeah. You solve that problem. Right. And then your next step is not to say, hey, there's seven of us. We haven't hit gold in 10 years. <laughs> Perhaps one of us can stay behind yeah. with this one. And anytime a random peddler or fruit lady comes up, <laughs> we can slap her hand or spray her in the face with a spray bottle and be like, bad Snow White. No, you can't talk to strangers. Your stepmother's still trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because you know what? You can probably not find gold just as well with six dwarves as with seven. That's my point. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure that that's an equitable division of labor, but it's certainly a sensible one if they want to continue having hot meals. Right. Because it's very difficult to have hot meals when your household, like, cleaning and cooking lady <laughs> keeps kind of dying. Yeah. That's, that's a problem. And as they say later, she's very heavy to deal with. <laughs> yeah. I do like when they're all walking and they're all saying how much they love Snow White and how cool she is. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is like, she's my favorite big person. <laughs> These dwarves are so amazing, yeah. y'all. They're like adorable. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a demeaning way. Right. I just mean like, this is an adorable thing they're, for children. They're playing, they're yeah. playing adorable and they're succeeding. So old fruit lady, <laughs> the queen is walking along and she passes the prince and tries to like seduce him and i'm like again are you not married like what are you doing right but she's like oh here's a hot prince he's clearly going to fall for my charms and he is like he's so like okay i'm not sure how to say this yeah he's like trying to be really nice yeah maybe he has a mirror that's like here's how you let girls down easy (laughs) uh but fortunately he is wearing a shiny medallion uh, and she sees her reflection in it, and it's like, oh, right, I specifically made myself ugly. Except, like, again, their makeup department was severely limited, because mm-hmm. basically she just took off that hot mess of Prince <laughs> hair. And, like, I think she's got, like, a weird tooth. And, yeah. like, her dress is really heinous. It is. Like, as heinous as her usual dress is, this one is much worse. Yeah. It makes her look all lumpy in very strange places. Yeah, it does. So she's like, okay, I obviously can't seduce in this dress, so I'll go back on my child murdering plan A. Yeah, you know, priorities. Right. So she goes, so Snow White is out doing laundry, which how did she even learn to do laundry as a princess? I but honestly, I though, like looking at her face in this scene, I just feel like, she, oh, like, oh, I saw this in the courtyard once. Yeah, no, it you could be right. It seems like a thing that people do. And actually, I was reading about like the Snow White uh the disney version mm-hmm. it's like in the in the um snow which is the, <laughs> the german name the dwarves are like uh okay you can stay here but you have to clean mm. versus in the disney version where she like shows up and she's like omg this is filthy <laughs> like i know i'm a refugee but like i'm gonna help out <laughs> right um and then in this one where she volunteers. She like, does, but again, although she does apparently know how to make hotcakes and syrup. Yeah, which uh, who doesn't love hotcakes and syrup? But I mean, again, it doesn't seem like this castle is well staffed. Right, Like, that's I have true. no idea. It might be like a whole Grey Garden situation <laughs> for all we know. Could be. So. I'm sorry, it's Schneewitchen. Okay. Not Snowwitchen. Okay, that makes, sure. Yeah, I apologize to anyone <laughs> if I said something horrible in German. <laughs> right. So the old fruit lady comes up and is like, hello there. Uh, you want this apple? And Snow White's like not saying anything. She's like, 
I'm pretty sure somebody told me what to do in this situation, <laughs> and I'm going to come up with it any so second. She just stares at her with a blank face. Uh, and then and the, and the old fruit lady is like, what, are you afraid I'm going to poison you with this apple? And it's like, that's, and she nods. Yeah. And it's all, that should be, again, that should be a warning sign. Like, why did you bring up the poisoning unprovoked? Yeah. That's troubling. And I'm like, I don't know how much going in the house is going to help you at this <laughs> point. Like, yeah. But worth a shot. Yeah. And the witch is like, well, no, see, I'll take a bite of this apple first and then you can have the rest. And Snow White is like, well, it seems very important to you that I eat this apple. No, Snow White's like two plus two equals five. I'm in. <laughs> Perfect sense. Yeah. And uh, she, of course, falls over uh, from the poison in the apple. And the witch is once again, boom, triumphant, apparates back to the castle. Uh, and the mirror's like, yeah, you're the fairest now. Great. I'm getting kind of tired of this. <laughs> we also are. And it's at this point where she's like, oh, stop it. Like, <laughs> what did you do this for? I, it's, uh, yeah, not clear. Like, what's wrong with being second fairest of them all? Oh, my That's God. I would love to be second fairest of them all. Yeah. Even though I really, like, I don't even care at this point in my life. I know. I'm like, whatever. But I'm like, around... Seriously, second fairest of them all, and also queen. Yeah. Like, it's like when Oksana Bayul won the gold medal, and, like, Nancy Kerrigan was second, and, like, mm-hmm. everybody was so mad because of the whole Tanya Harding, you know, getting her knee busted thing. Right. I was like, you know what? All things considered, getting a silver medal after you've been attacked by, you know, some rednecks, mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's not bad. Who, who wouldn't want a silver medal? And then Oksana Bayul uh, got arrested later. Yeah. So, like, who would you rather be? <laughs> That's right. So the dwarves come back, and Snow White is indeed dead, they decide, because she is cold. They, they check it out. <laughs> when they said that, I thought they were going to say, even her hair is cold. <laughs> uh, but they agree that they cannot bury her because she's so beautiful. And one of them says, aha, I know what to do. We will build a coffin out of glass, because that is something we apparently know how to do. You know they had a, they had their hobbies while they're not finding gold. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Also, they were big fans of Ava Perone. Like, <laughs> but when they said this, I was like, "Do you guys? Are you? Uh, do you know how to embalm? Like, this is not going to go the way you think it's going to go." Right. Fortunately, they don't. Yes. So they just put her in the coffin and they're carrying her along. They're going to put her on the highest hill in the forest so that her beauty can shine for all to see or some such. Like, do people go up there often? Yeah, it seems like a bit of a hike. Yeah. To get to the top of the highest hill. Yeah, and there's bears and boars in those woods. Right. So. But, you know, it works for them. Uh, and they pass the prince who's out. Who, I remember who he reminds me of. He reminds me of in the episode of Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh-huh. of those hippies. Yeah. And they sing, Secret Tunnel! <laughs> Secret Tunnel! Except he doesn't have all of his, you know, hippie people and his, you know, common law wife, Rain Melon. Right. Well, not yet. Yeah, that's true. Because, uh, so he sees the coffin and he's like, whoa, that is a beautiful woman in that coffin. Yeah, and the dwarves are like, man, if we had told you about her yesterday, this wouldn't have happened. I was like, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. Why well, did you guys not tell this prince? The reason was because they felt like then they would lose Snow White and have to go back to cold meals all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. I always forget how women are property in fairy tales. Well, that's how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, yeah, so she's dead now. Sorry, dude. And then they go on continue walking except they trip and drop the coffin and then snow white wakes up 
Yeah, there's like no kiss, right. which I guess I'm in favor of because that's always bugged me. Right. Where he's like, I'm going to kiss this dead girl. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, no, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Uh, so this, this is more palatable. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing those dwarves were clumsy. But the less palatable thing is that immediately after she gets pulled out of this coffin, mm-hmm. dude goes down on one knee and he's like, will you be my wife? And, and, she, and she's like, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, you can like think about it. She's like, yeah, I w- I'm in. Let's do it. Right. And it's like, did you say, are you just saying yes over Like, are you all right? Do you have a concussion? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what happened? Are there after effects of the dying you just did? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, anyway, uh, everybody's fine now that, yeah. you know, she wants to marry this prince. And uh, the dwarves are friends of theirs. Mm-hmm. And they come over and swim in the moat. That's and right. I'm like, which castle? It's the no. one that also houses her evil stepmother who tried to kill her? <laughs> no, no, And no. also, is that going to get resolved? <laughs> uh, well, no, it's it's the other castle, the one that the prince is from. And his father is like, oh. No, the court magician, not his father. Well, I thought it was his father that decided to call the court magician in. No. But maybe it was just the Look, prince. There has been no input from any king <laughs> of any kind throughout this entire situation. Right. Apart from the point where the king at the very beginning was like, oh, yeah, Snow White. That's a great name. <laughs> well, I'm off forever. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the court magician has a, a uh, fitting vengeance planned for the evil queen, which is that from now on, any mirror she looks into will immediately turn black. And I, well, because it's he, the uh, magic mirror, Vincent Price, tells her this, and he says that you will never see your face again. And she says, but I have dozens of mirrors, as she is standing looking in a mirror while holding two mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to be very clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, she looks into the mirrors. They all turn black. Except she's, like, she's screaming as the ones in her hands turn black, and then she looks at the one with Vincent Price and is screaming. But that one doesn't turn black <laughs> yeah. until then. Later, it does. Right. So uh, that's look. That's no, on the DP. Yeah, <laughs> they did not have a special effects budget, so here we are. But in any yeah, case, because when the mirrors do turn black, it's like tempera paint. <laughs> yeah, they they all turn black eventually. We assume they will continue doing so. Uh, you know, I guess, you know, the king never gets to look in a mirror either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that'll teach him a lesson. Yeah. Don't be never home. Right. Like, be away. You should be present enough in your family to know if your wife kills your daughter. It's <laughs> 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 just a, <laughs> just a parenting tip. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's the end. So that's the end, as Vincent Price tells us. Yeah. And I do want to point out, because I don't think that was an appropriate enough punishment for <laughs> a thrice attempted murderess. Yeah. Also, what happened to that huntsman? Yeah, he was just following orders. So in the original fairy tale, uh, the queen is invited to Snow White and the Prince's wedding, and she doesn't realize that it is Snow White. But then when she gets there, she's like, ooh, crap. (laughs) And so then, as a punishment for her attempted murders, a pair of glowing hot iron shoes are brought forth with tongs. And placed before the queen, she is forced to step into the burning shoes and to dance until she drops dead. Unclear what she died from. Uh, I don't think I want to know. No, no. No details are needed. 
Probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, I also found on our old pal Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, that there are some theories that Snow White is actually based on actual historical people. Okay. So, uh, in 1994, a German historian named Eckhard Sander, uh, he published a book called Snow White, Is It a Fairy Tale? Unclear if that is like a pamphlet or a book. Uh- Anyway, he says that he thinks that the character of Snow White was based on the life of Margaret von Waldeck, a German countess who was born to Philip IV in 1533. At the age of 16, Margaret was forced by her stepmother, Katharina of Haltzfeld, to move away to Wildungen in Brussels. (laughs) Uh, So she fell in love there with a prince who later was Philip II of Spain. Oh, wow. So her father and stepmother disapproved of the relationship because it was politically inconvenient. That's in quotations in Wikipedia. Don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but so she died at the age of 21, uh, apparently having been poisoned. But actually, the uh, historical records seem to think that the king of Spain uh, may have dispatched his agents to murder her. Wow. So that she would not marry his son. Yikes. There was another theory that it was based on Maria Sophia von Ertal. Uh, she, she was a daughter of an 18th century Landover. She was the daughter of an 18th century Landover, Prince Philip Christoph von Ertal and his wife, Baroness von Bettendorf. Bettendorf. <laughs> uh, after the death of the Baroness, he then married Claudia Elizabeth Maria von Wenigen, Countess of Reichenstein, who was said to dislike her stepchildren. Uh, and apparently in the castle where they lived, they had a talking mirror, which is this acoustical toy that could speak. So it was hmm. like very early, right. uh, that kind of technology. Um, and it's now in the Spessert Museum, but that, uh, does not seem to have killed anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. And. Here's hoping. I'm still avoiding the Spessart Museum, to be honest. <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah, but it's weird because. It's not weird. Never mind. <laughs> so, no, I was going to say, I couldn't remember when the stories were originally published. So, mm. the stories themselves. Uh, the first edition of Grimm's Fairy Tales came out in 1812. Mm. And then the Grimm's final revision of the story, uh, was in 1854. Okay. So that all checks out. Okay. In terms of potentially having been inspired by either of those stories. Good to know. And I think that's all of the interesting facts. Okay. That I have to share. Yeah. So, about Snow White. Yeah. That was, uh, that was fun. Uh, I do like always seeing some vintage McGee. Yeah. That was I'm a nice. big, big fan. Um, even though she basically didn't do anything, <laughs> but... But she was fun. She talked like McG. Yeah. I mean, the pace is so much slower. Yeah. And they were produced like for HBO, I think, is where they aired. Okay. Um, Just children's entertainment has changed a lot yeah. since then and improved in general. Yeah. But I mean, I still, I don't know. And it may just be nostalgia because like as I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, like I remember, you know, mm-hmm. me and my brothers would be like, that's a stupid assumption, Bubba. Yeah. And they were, you know, a fun way to spend 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think, I feel like I don't, maybe I never saw this one, but, you know, plenty of fairy tales. Yeah, we definitely saw this one. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really remember which ones I saw, but yeah, I like I them. feel like I saw most of them. The one I know that I never saw was the boy who left home to find out about the shivers. Mm. Because I was like, what in the heck is that? Yeah. And I still to this day have no idea. Yeah. I, well, I read it, the story and it was to learn how to shudder. 
Uh, okay. Like, as in, like, as exactly that way. Why? Uh, did he he not just know how to do that? He was real dumb. Like, I feel like that was explicitly stated. Dumber than Snow White in this story. Yeah, and he was dumber than that kid in Aesop's Fables who sticks his hand in that jar and he tries to get all those nuts, and then his hand is stuck, and people are like, "Dude, just let go of the nuts," (laughs) and he's like, "No." Maybe not as dumb as They're that. They're my nuts. <laughs> I feel like that kid is the inspiration for Cartman in South Park. <laughs> Could be. No, because he's like sitting around. They'll be sitting around the fire and the other people will be like, oh, that was a scary thing. It sure made me shudder. And he'll be like, what's that? How does that work? And they're like, oh, you get really scared. He's like, that's never happened to me. Uh, and so they're like, well, here you go. And they like try to scare him and it doesn't work. And I forget how it ends. He probably does shudder at some point. <laughs> well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh I remember really hating the Little Mermaid that they did okay. because they stick with the original ending mm, in yeah. the Hans Christian Andersen version where she doesn't kill the prince and turns into sea foam. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. So, you know, sorry, Pam Dauber. I'm going <laughs> to stick with Jody Benson. Hashtag not my Ariel. <laughs> uh, that wasn't even her name. In that version, her name was Pearl. Mm. And I was like, what a dumb name for a mermaid. <laughs> I was not pleased. Little Red Riding Hood uh, was good. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, I think. No, Jeff Goldblum was the big bad wolf in The Three Little Pigs. Yeah. Pretty sure I saw that one. I'm sure I saw The Twelve Dancing Princesses. Sure I saw The Frog Prince. I I saw Goldilocks, The Three Bears. Mm -hmm. Um, Frog Prince, yes. Twelve Dancing Princesses. Cinderella, I definitely saw. Mm -hmm. We never saw The Nightingale, which starred uh, Mick Jagger and Barbara Hershey. Oh. Um... Yeah. So, so anyway, anyway, they're all out there. I mean, you yeah. can get this on DVD. Yeah. And and, and this is on YouTube. Uh, yeah. So we you can... we just you know search fairy tale theater, so it's not too hard to find. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I guess that's the end. All right. For now. So mm-hmm. we'll be back with more of this fun twelve days of Downton holiday programming. That's right. Until next time. Up, up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs. Luncheon out.